Hello, everybody. It's time for the next episode of Wrestling with Willie's podcast. Joe and Jeremy are with me today, which it's always nice every once in a while whenever we get the third man in it. <laughs> yeah, that's the benefit of being out with a work injury. <laughs> but uh, what's he called? Definitely, I was not looking forward to this pay-per-view. We were kind of talking about it last week, right? Kind of talked about it last week, and then it just exacerbated it when we were actually watching it. It was very boring to me, and I was just like, nah, fuck this. But uh, what's it called? I mean, it's mostly because all the matches are pretty much directly what they did from WrestleMania Backlash. All except for maybe the Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler match. Everything else is like matches that they did with like uh, everything else, you know, like, uh, man, that's mostly why I didn't really care for it. Like, I don't understand why Natalia went against Mandy Rose, though, in the kickoff match. That kind of seems a bit weird because I don't know why they, uh, ha- because I thought they were both heels or something. I mean, I could be wrong, though. I'm kind of confused with their uh, whole, like, uh, their whole tag teams and stuff like that. And it seems kind of weird now that they put that on the kickoff show. It seemed like they were just trying to find uh, two teams to wrestle each other, it seems like. But, uh, see, that's the main thing. I really like the the first match, Bianca Belair versus Bailey, but... That was a really good match. Yeah, I, I, I liked it, but also at the same time, I was bored by it, too. And that's saying something, because, I mean, I like Bianca Belair, and I like Bailey. Jeremy doesn't care for Bailey. Like, we've already talked about that multiple times. Yeah, oh, he doesn't. And he did Jeremy it. drop for a second? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully he comes back. Yeah. I just heard the notification, so I was like, oh, okay, I guess something happened. <laughs> he was like, fuck it, I'm out of here. I don't want to talk about Bailey. I know, he's like, fuck <laughs> Bailey. Fuck Bailey. He was like, like ding dong, fuck Bailey, I'm out. Sorry, you guys couldn't, you guys couldn't hear what I was, can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just heard the notification that he dropped, so I was like, yeah. oh, I guess he left for a second there. Yeah, you guys couldn't hear what I was saying, so I re-came out. Yeah. I was talking and no one was responding, so. Oh, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't hear anything. <laughs> we just figured you are like, fuck Bailey, I'm out. Oh, no, I was mentioning the fact that the Bianca Belair and Bailey thing was kind of, it was new. But I was also mentioning the fact that on Raw, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke have kind of been, I guess, con- uh, conflicting with anyone. Uh, so it was originally Nia Jackson, Baszler. I don't know how they got connected with Natalia, though. Oh, so they probably just, uh, instead of putting Nia Jax in that role, I guess. Where it's just a singles match between Natalia or something, they changed it to Mandy Rose. I mean, it makes sense knowing that they had Nia Jackson the match, but good lord, man. That's what I'm saying. Most of these matches were very, uh, I don't know. I was uninterested, mostly because I've seen them already. Well, that's what like, I was just going to say. Most of them, and we mentioned it during the pay per view, it was basically another 
pay-per-view where we saw the same matches again. Yeah, and we're going to get so, it next month, too, with Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah, which yeah, was one of the worst about another, bit, fucking, but. <laughs> another fucking title shot for Charlotte next month at Money in the Bank. Yeah. I will say this real quick. Um, when I was talking on there in the pay-per-view, wanting to see Kofi, Kofi is getting the next title shot, so that yeah. makes me happy. Uh, of course, we talk about Something this different. after Raw happened. Supposedly, uh, like Xavier Woods, like got beat up by Lashley or something to yeah. make sure that he wasn't in the match between Kofi and them. I guess like that way he's not at his ringside. Yeah, it's which, already been on on your it. side of the house. It's yeah, still on here. So I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, but still, like I, I don't understand the point why like Lashley would be even stressing about Xavier Woods being on his side. But whatever. I mean, why would he stress about Kofi? Well, this, well, that's what I'm saying. This, this is the whole, we talked about this at whole... the pay per view on the pay per view how like Lashley shouldn't be like stressing about these smaller dudes. I mean, like I I get that you're trying to like you should be able to like expect the unexpected type of thing. Like I always like the smaller dude always beating the bigger dude every once in a while if the story's right. But, like, honestly, he shouldn't be even str- – like, with him lose, uh, beating Drew McIntyre as many times as he has, like, he shouldn't be stressing anyone. Like, he shouldn't be worried about nobody. So, if they're trying to, like, have him be, like, worried that more than one person or something, he shouldn't be stressing about that. He, well, he wouldn't be giving a fuck. Well, yeah, we talked about that, like, how they ruined Braun Strowman by doing that shit. Yeah, yeah, he was and, he was like flip an ambulance and then lose to Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, well, which, see, I mean, the way they're doing Roman Reigns right now is the way they should be doing Bobby Lashley. Oh it's, yeah, it's the same freaking, and that's the unfortunate part is that's the Roman angle right now is Bobby Lashley's angle right now. It's yeah. the same thing on both shows, really. It's just called two different things. You know, yeah, he's the old the head of the t- yeah. Roman's the head of the table. It's the same freaking gimmick though, and that's, so <laughs> yeah. And that's really, the only difference is is the Simone Heritage thing. Yeah, but yeah, they're not even really playing the to that thing. though. Really, I mean, yeah, he's taught. You know, he talks about it every once in a while. And he's got his cousins as part of his group, right? But that's it. I mean, they were playing more of it up. Before when he got, uh, what is it, uh, Asa and what, what was the name? Oh, of Asa and Sika, I think. Yeah, the it came out and they put the the necklace on him. That's when they were playing the the Samoan thing. But since then, it's been more of a, I'm, you know, the head of the of you two, and you need to follow me. That's it. You know, it's yeah. not like, you know, I think it would make more sense if he pulled more family members into the angle i think that's an interesting if they were yeah. going that route any of the family members should be part of that group well yeah, yeah you would think so i mean like you would think that he would talk to me i mean granted yeah, I, I think the only reason why they haven't is because technically to is on raw i think but, he but could, still they, that doesn't see, mean anything that, that, that makes a perfect 
instance of what I was talking about, where if we got rid of this freaking uh, brand, brand split. stuff, the brand splits, you could do that. He could show up on Raw with Tamina and all the other fucking family members and wreak havoc wherever he goes. Yeah, could you imagine the storylines they could have by doing that? I mean, it, yeah, it, and it's... Raw would definitely be better if they did that shit. Well, all because, the shows would I mean, because, like... because you wouldn't know what they would do next, right? I mean, it's like, are they going to show up on NXT and fuck people over? Are they going to show up on SmackDown and do the same thing? It's not like he doesn't have family members almost on every freaking show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because like what we've said in the past, and the only then, Samoa not related to him is Samoa Joe. Yeah, and then it would be perfect to set up if The Rock and him were to ever fight, The Rock would come by to say, "No, I'm the head of the table, motherfucker." Yeah, you He's know, like, you see all this stuff in the movies. Yeah, it like, would. I'm it would set shit. it up beautifully if they did that, and it's anyways. It's, Apparently, they they want The Rock at SummerSlam. Well, I mean, but they've been wanting the rock for a while, but I don't think that with his like insurance stuff and everything else, like with him being in movies, like he would have to jump through hoops just to do another match. I'm assuming. Well, yeah, that, and he's filming Black Adam right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think anything's going to be Insurance right is now. really the biggest thing because you've got all these other wrestlers that act every once in a while. Yeah, um, so. He could write it into his contract of any movie that he signs that he could do something else. And the, it's not, anyways, I truly think they're heading that way at some point. Yeah, there, was, this talk, angle. there was talks that it was going to be Rock and Roman for um, well, like at uh, WrestleMania. But... Well, with this angle, it makes nothing but pure sense. I mean, because really the head of the table is The Rock. It's not Roman. Well, yeah, because I mean, how, much, how much money the, I mean, <laughs> the Rock's worth now. Yeah, I mean, the head of the table is The Rock, period. In that yeah. family, there's not even any disputing it, because that's the reason half of them have jobs. I mean, Especially, yeah, I mean, or they keep their job. I mean, no offense, but Nia Jack's the only reason she's still in WWE. To me. Oh, yeah, because she's related. Yeah. yeah, because Lee, she... That, uh, uh, well, like, uh, I don't even want to get on. I know we're getting off again. of the subject of Hell in the no, Cell, but I mean, you know, it's like trying to like shit like, for nine how we are about it. It's only so much that we could really talk about when it comes to her. So I was like, uh, maybe we and like, but I mean, like that would be. Yeah, I think she's on SmackDown, so why didn't they just bring her in with Roman? I she's mean, on Raw. Oh, is she on Raw? Yeah, Nia and Shayna are on Raw, yeah. Well, damn. I wasn't paying attention. Obviously, if you haven't noticed, I haven't been watching Raw and SmackDown for a while. Mostly because, I mean, fucking, if I was, I would definitely be even tired. I'm like more tired of watching WWE pay-per-views than I am now. Because it's like, I'm watching them every month, and I'm like, God, they just did these matches. Like, all these matches on this card are the 
exact same that they did at WrestleMania or something. To they that do it, and, and think about this because I do watch it all the time. It's the same matches they've done on Raw over the last month. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so it's like really different. That's why, that's why I said it's crazy, but it's like on the shows, it's literally the same stuff they're doing on the shows, and yeah. it's like that's why I'm like surprised that I'm like uh, knowing that the Bianca and in 20 minutes it went 19 minutes and 45 seconds. I'm so surprised. But I mean, they had like three hours. We were looking at the thing when we were about to watch it where it said four hours. And I was like, fuck, this is four hours? And then we started watching it and it was like two hours and 51 minutes. And I was like, okay, that's a little bit better. <laughs> because I was not looking forward to watching four hours of the same matches. And at least this one was good. I like the, the callbacks to their... Uh, to Bailey's last money, uh, Hell in a Cell match with Sasha Banks, where some of the shit didn't go right, and then she changed it around. But the problem is, is like the pro. Uh, I definitely think that they should drop these gimmick pay per views, is because they give people like it's like take the Fiend versus Seth Rollins match into account, right? They had no build up for story. They just put them together and then made a shitty match. I mean, it was all right up until the end, which we've talked about. But, like, um, like they've done that a lot. And you would think that if you wouldn't do gimmick matches where you would just name it, like, some old WCW pay-per-view or one of their old pay-per-views that NXT is kind of doing, right? Like, if they just made those instead of Hell in a Cell... And then just every once in a while, when they're trying to end a feud, they do, especially a blood feud type thing, uh, they would do a Hell in a Cell match. Not just, hey, it's only like been a month. Hey, we're going to do a Hell in a Cell match. It kind of takes away from the Hell in a Cell match, which I'll talk about later more in depth when it comes to the main event. But like... The, uh, like uh, the Bianca Be- uh, Belair and Bailey match seemed like it was somewhat better just because it was like, I don't know. They still booked the main event weirdly. Somebody messing with stuff again? I don't know. It sounded like uh, Joe was trying to drink a soda or something. <laughs> no, I'm just sitting in my chair moving. I'm just moving around in my chair. Oh, it must be the chair moving it around. must be there. picking it up. It's, it's like I hear, keep hearing a noise. Like a yeah, it might be popping every time he's moving around or something. <sighs> but, yeah. So, I definitely say that. It's probably one of the better matches on the on the card, but I mean, I don't definitely know that Jeremy doesn't feel the same way. But I mean, still one of the better matches. But I but that was one of the better matches like, on the card. Yeah, yeah, I like that one better than like most of the other matches. Oh no, I, I mean, would agree that it was one of the better matches on the card. I don't like Bailey, but I mean, yeah. Well, I did. I just didn't know if you like considered the same match. I know that you don't care for Bailey. If you would like it nearly as much as like me or Joe did, that's the only reason. Why yeah, I, I actually really liked the match. Um, the right person won, which I'm hoping they give her a decent run with the title. 
um, instead of like. Well, I mean, you never know. They could flip it on SmackDown, but also at the same time, they literally have no one else. Like, I don't even know all the women on SmackDown besides Bailey. Well, Bailey, the only ones I'm aware of. What were we talking about? We were talking about this during the NXT pay per view, Jeremy, right? Like, of all the people that were on on SmackDown right now. Oh, there's only seven of them. Yeah. There's yeah. only seven, but there's like, there's literally a, a no one else that will go against Bianca, I don't think. Well, so I think they, they got Bianca Belair. They've got, obviously. They Car- is Carmella on SmackDown? Or yeah. No, she- yeah. Yeah, but yeah. they've got Carmella. They've got Bianca. They've got Bailey. They've got uh, Natalia Tamina. Well, they bounce back and forth. Yeah, but they're considered SmackDown. Yeah, it's mostly because um, they got the tag belts too. And then so the tag uh, belts you could go on both. Naomi and one other person. Yeah, like who's gonna go against Bianca unless like Naomi turns? Right, I don't see that happening. I think it's Liv Morgan. Oh yeah, Liv Morgan. Yeah, like none of them. Like, uh, I mean, maybe Natalia, but like, uh, uh, because technically Natalia's are fa- uh, a face, so I don't think that that would happen, right? So there's literally no one other than like, unless they bring up Io Shirai, and I don't think that they're going to bring up Io Shirai for Money in the Bank. <laughs> you know, I'm actually surprised that they didn't bring her up after WrestleMania. I'm like, because she hasn't been doing anything right now. I don't think that I don't think that they've had her on NXT or nothing. So I'm wondering what they're doing, unless they're trying to build up to a storyline or something. That's what I'm guessing. But that's why I say, like, it's very disappointing. Like, uh, what's it called? Uh, I definitely hope that they do not do another Bianca Belair and Bailey match. Hopefully, they go to somebody else. Like, well, our next podcast will talk about what are the dumbest decisions they've made. Oh, oh yeah, and do drop. Oh, I'm so oh pissed my about God. that. I got a real. Did you did you see what I? Yeah, they they like even they. Someone was saying that Piper even mouthed the name Piper, but she's like, this is Dewdrop. I was like, yeah. and yeah. someone made the meme where like it was Vince McMahon going, it's such good shit. It's yeah. like Triple H is like shaking his head and Vince McMahon's laughing. This is such good shit. It's like oh, I, I don't, I don't people that get pissed off for other people, but that's kind of a slap in Piper's face. I mean, well, I mean, really, did you need to change your name? But it's kind of yeah. a rib at Eva Marie, though. I mean, and that's where I think that they've been talking about that too—the fact that um, someone's defending her that they don't even know. Same. So it's like, no, what they were talking about—it's like it's a rib against Eva Marie. The fact that they're doing this with Piper is the fact that. Uh, the announcers acted in the first match. They acted like they didn't even know who Piper Niven was. Yeah. And what they're saying yeah. is that that that's a rib against oh, Eva Marie like they don't because know who Eva Marie is. Yeah. Or or that she's being defended by somebody that nobody knows. Yeah. Like she's not even good enough to be defended by a known person. Yeah. You know. So. 
like they're leading up to something like that. But, you know, obviously, you see how this is going to go. The pipe yeah, is gonna and it's turn. just going to add more fuel to, like, the podcast mm-hmm. when I talk about it. It's because I don't want to really, like, go into it now just because... And to me, it's just a stupid name. Every and like, I understand. Well, I don't understand the point of hiring. But... I don't get the point of releasing people they've released to bring back Eva Marie. That's what I don't. And really that she has no intention of wrestling. Like supposedly they have the the match at I don't know, like Raw or SmackDown or something, where it's like Oscar and Naomi going against Eva Marie and Dewdrop. Please don't call her Dewdrop. Uh, I want to call her Piper Niven from uh, like uh, because it's just just so sad because you couldn't just like call her Piper Niven, you know? Oh shit, she was in NXT UK, blah blah blah. But no, you got to fucking do this new character like some of these people don't fucking know. And also, at the same time, do you think that people are just gonna sit there and be like? Dewdrop, what the fuck is this? But it might be like, part of the whole storyline. You don't know until you get well, yeah. Uh, it might honestly, be I would even, just much rather just have her gone. I know, but it might be something that Eva Marie's calling her. You know how, you know, yeah. And then when she flips, she's Piper Niven and she beats the hell out of Eva Marie. I mean, it might be even uh, Piper's way of getting on the main roster is through her. You know what I mean? I mean, we don't yeah. know until it gets further along, but yeah. I, I'm just saying the worst decision they could have made was hire, uh, bringing Eva Marie back. Yeah. That's, when when they get released... Get rid of Lana and then bringing Eva Marie well, back. Like... Yeah, they get rid of Lana, who's busting her ass in the performance center with TJ and uh, Natalia, and then they bring someone in that, like you said, doesn't give a shit about wrestling. And yeah. she's actually... Yeah. People gave Lana so much shit when she first wrestled. I'm like, She's at least out there trying. Like, she's trying. And, and, and some people are just like, but Eva Marie's hot. To me, I don't find her that attractive. I mean, like, I mean, she's pretty, but, like, uh, compared to her all the sucks. other women. I mean, which like, brings, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it down for me. her on Total Divas and shit, when I actually watched the show, like, I was just like, who the fuck gives a shit about this chick? Like, she... Like, all she cares about is modeling and shit, and she acts like, okay, uh, I'm going to cut myself off before. Yeah, I was going to say, we've got a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, okay, on that note, I'm just going to talk about Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. And And I apologize, because I'm the one that went down that path. Yeah, like, uh, what's it called? Uh but anyway, Cesaro, at least, I mean, 50 sit or 50 booking on this match by far, you know, there was like no point in Seth winning, but he won anyway. It was like, what the fuck? And a roll up, and it happens multiple times in this damn uh, pay per view, or at least I think it happened twice, but still, I mean, out of the whole, yeah. Thing. The, the, there was two roll-ups, this one in the main event. Yeah, and it was just like, okay, yeah, there we go. That's what I wanted to see. And then, oh, man. And there, I hope that they're building to something, like eventually Cesaro taking the title off of Roman. I would like that's to see where, that. That's where it needs to go. He's the only hit. I already said who I think the two people that should do it. 
it should be either Cesaro, which I I really want it to be Cesaro, or Big E. And since they're not doing shit with Big E, yeah, it seems like they broke them in, the, and then now they ain't even doing shit with them. It's like that. That's the main thing that uh, irritates me about WWE all the time is that they do these matches over and over again, over and over again. And then they could build up to different stories with different guys to make it interesting. Like, uh, like Big E is one dude that should be having a long title reign for shit. And then it's like Apollo Crews, too. I think that he doesn't even need somebody with him for him to be good. But, of course, they have whatever the fuck his name is, Colonel Doucheface. Whatever. Commander Aziz or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but like, oh, <laughs> shit. I should. My, uh, my or the big ass that. dude from the underground. Yeah, underground like shit. fucking changing his damn name like seven damn times. He's gonna have, end up having as many gimmick changes as Kane had. The way that he's <laughs> going, because he's already had like three or four now. Because uh, I think he came back as Baba Tunde. I think was his first name. When he was at the uh, Greatest Royal Rumble. And then after that, then he was a raw under, underground dude. I think he was, and that was the only other time. And then it was this one now. So that's three just in the past, like, two or three years. It's like, what the hell? But, yeah, I feel bad for uh, I just hope that Cesaro does something. And it was funny how Jeremy was talking about how he's like, yeah, I think that Seth Rollins, uh, uh, Cesaro is just a better wrestler than Seth Rollins is. And I was like, I agree. I mean, I definitely like Seth Rollins. I think he's a good wrestler. But, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, he really took the ball and ran with it whenever he was champion. So definitely a lot better than fucking gender did, but I mean also at the same time they've ruined gender like far as like yeah, it was not credible for him to be champion in the first place. But like I, I don't even know why people think that that's a good idea him being a champion or at least the main champion. But um, yeah, so like definitely Cesaro just deserves a lot more than he is and doing this shit where it's constantly going against Seth Rollins is not helping him <laughs> or at least in my eyes no it's not but I think in WWE's mind it is because Seth Rollins is, is involved in it he's on this pedestal for some reason with them and I don't really get it um I mean, it's yeah. He's oh, he's he puts on decent matches, but I wouldn't say he puts on the best matches. Yeah, like I mean, the best match I think I've seen him. Do. I would say the one that puts on the best matches out of anybody is AJ. Yeah, AJ Styles. Yeah, well, because I mean, we've talked about that so many damn times, though. But because yeah. of regardless who he's in the ring with, and that's why almost doesn't really matter because. AJ's wrestling with him, but uh, almost wouldn't be shit if he wasn't with AJ right now, I don't think. And it's just crazy. I mean, and and AJ's on Raw anyways, but 
but Seth just tends to I he he tries too much and he botches more than I would like to see. And he puts his foot in his mouth like way too often. That too, yeah. I, I think, think that's the main issue that he's ever had. But I think that's like, because his head's too damn big. I mean, for and WWE's kind of made him that way. Yeah. And you know, Cesaro's the opposite. You never see him say shit about anybody. And but he continues to wrestle great. Great matches every time I've seen him in the ring. We were talking yeah, about the fact that the botch that... and the botch was on himself. You know, yeah. Seth Rollins has botched and fucked people up. I mean, St- I remember that one year he injured like three people in a row. Yeah, like he injured uh, he injured Sting, John Cena, and he injured who who else was the other person? Fuck. I thought it was Dean, wasn't it? It might have been Dean, yeah. Off a curb stomp, I think, that he did. No, he he, he took out Finn Balor. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. What it, was. Shoulder, it was yeah. the shoulder uh, surgery or whatever. This, this The first universal champion. Yeah. Did. Which is sad, but that's why I say, like, uh, I just hope that Cesaro becomes champion, man. That's but at least he thing. hasn't hurt anybody in like five years. I mean, yeah. you can't say that same thing about Nia Jax that basically injures somebody every time she gets uh, a like yeah. what I was what I said during the pay per view. Do you think Kari Sane like dipped out from her contract because she's tired of getting concussed by Nia Jax? Because she was she concussed her like what two weeks in a row, like hurt her for yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, think she was already ready to be done with it anyway. I don't but know. I think I mean, it was I think she got married and she wanted to be with her husband. But, I but think like she did the same thing to her twice. It was yeah, her she, like, she hurt her twice. Yeah, it's just what like I meant, what I meant, Joe was doing the exact same thing. I think she injured her twice doing the same thing twice in a row. Like it was, yeah. like, it wasn't like two different moves. It was like the same move two weeks in a row. I think she threw her into the 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 side uh, wall or whatever twice. Well, I noticed that she ended up smacking her on the. I think it was the steel steps, right? And he yeah, she threw him into the steel steps, and then there was another one where she did a power bomb, like the buckle bomb, but she did a worse one where she uh, snapped her neck against the bottom turnbuckle. Like she well, was like legit, yeah. like out of it. Well, yeah, yeah, you remember it was Dana Brooke too that she threw down funky, like yeah. the week out. Like it was. Oh crazy. yeah, doing like, that little choke slam power bomb thing. Yeah, whatever she was doing. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking like... awful. <laughs> but we might as well talk about the next match anyway. No, the yeah. fucking Nia Jax is part of it. But uh, yeah. Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. I enjoy the fuck out of uh, Alexa Bliss's shit. I don't care much about the doll but i get the meaning of it right right and i like how they're doing a thing where she's like controlling them now if she got her eyes locked on them think she could fucking control them I'm like that's dope i like the whole scene where like she grabbed her hand and then nia Jax is like what the and like if she was a better actress it would be better right because well, she, she was just like stone cold face right like had the hand up and she should have been like what the f- what the fuck what what is going on and then all of a sudden smacked reginald you know it would have sold it better right 
like but she was just sitting there and she was just like not doing anything and then she went and smacked him it would have been like i mean granted if it would have been literally anybody else probably like natalia or whatever (laughs) they would have probably sold that way fucking better than i did but like i love that spot i like the uh, the way that they ended the match and stuff like that but like I don't know. The dog yeah, thing, I, I don't really yeah. care about all yeah, well, that much. But we talked about it, and like I was saying, there's it, it makes perfect sense with uh, Bray Wyatt not being around. Um, they have to have something channeling it, and uh, but Alexa Bliss is probably the number one thing to me on Raw right now. And um, the feed will be back on August ninth. It's been announced. Oh, so SummerSlam pretty much then. Or about yeah, SummerSlam. Well, August 9th. I don't, I don't remember. Well, yeah, a few weeks before SummerSlam. I think that was a rumor anyway, was that he was supposed to show up at SummerSlam or something. But I was like, damn, that's a long time to be out. But uh, I've heard conflicting reports off the dirt sheets. Like one well, dirt I keep, sheet. I keep like, hearing that he's, he's still getting over Brody's death. Yeah, and I also heard that they're also keeping him off to make him more of a special attraction, which is yeah. what he should have been from the beginning. Well, but, I mean, also at the same time, I mean, we talked about this, where he should be, like, kind of like the demon, where it's mostly Firefly, Funhouse, Bray. And then you were also talking about how they did that swamp match with uh, Braun Strowman, how he could do that Bray, too. And yeah, I'm... they could have fucking done a bunch of different ones, but mostly be Firefly Funhouse Bray. And then it was like the the one where you done fucked up is when the fiend would come out, and that I... instead of him wrestling like I, I don't remember if it was in like every pay per view or like every once in a while he would show up on SmackDown and or Raw and beat somebody up think that's what it was but like if they would have done it where it was the end all be all for like feuds and shit like that how they did the demon in a way like it would be better but (sighs) miss opportunities when it comes to Bray I think he should be like the three faces of Foley like I said during the pay-per-view he should he, he should like move between the characters like the fiend is like like Firefly Funhouse is like basic Bray, and then he'll become uh, the Wyatt. Sorry, my brain just took a break. He'd become the... <laughs> he'd become like the, the, the Bray that we knew at the beginning, you know, with the Wyatt and the Bray. He would... That's like the next step, and then the final step would be the Fiend. Yeah. Well, that's like the logical thing. At least they ended up doing it kind of a little bit where Miz, he was fighting the Miz with the Firefly Funhouse thing, and then the next month he was a fiend. I mean, I liked how they did that. But, like, I don't know, just a lot of missed opportunities when it comes to the fiend, man. It makes me aggravated, you know, that they just missed a bunch of shit with what they're doing with him. Like, instead of trying, like... I don't know, trying to do something really, really good. Like, I can't explain a big enough story, but it seems like everything should have been should have been a slow burn for his character rather than 
instantly putting him in with Seth and stuff like that. But uh, and then like the stuff with him, like I'm wondering if maybe uh, I don't know exactly what would happen with like Alexa Bliss and him, or if they would even do anything. Probably not. Like at SummerSlam, he would just show up again or something. But, like, one thing for me, like, I definitely agree on, though, like, for the next match that uh, that was on the card, I always loved their matches, but this one was, like, my least favorite just because, really? Uh, so, he got the Nigerian nail, which is pretty much the Samoan spike, where they just jab his thumb into your throat. Right, Kevin Owens was coughing super bad, and like people were talking about how awful it was because they were panning off to him choking. I, I say that with air quotes, choking for a good like uh, four minutes or some shit, and uh, it was like a week, week and a half after the pay per view, and he was still selling the Nigerian nail like it was super awful. Right? Like, it jabbed him so bad that he can't breathe right, which is fucking ridiculous. So, that was, like, the pretty much the whole story in this match was how Kevin Owens was, weak, like, 60% or something instead of 100% against Sam, Sammy Zayn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the match because I like Kevin Owens. And... I, I kind of like Sammy. I don't care for Sammy's current gimmick, but I like Sammy Zayn. But his, I, I like this match. But my only issue was the the constant coughing. But there was rumors that he might actually be hurt because now he's taking time off. So I don't know if his shoulder energy injury was legit. Well, he could just be taking a vacation until he could be just or take, something. He, you he, know, he like, taking time off too. So yeah. I mean, like, and that's the main thing for me is that uh, I'm not saying that it's not a good match. I'm saying that it's my least favorite out of all the other ones that they did. Like, yeah, I, I definitely think that they're, uh, what's it called? I don't remember which pay-per-view it was on, where it was the beginning of the feud where Sammy beat him, or like the finishing of their first feud that they did, where Sammy uh, Haluva kicked him and then like he said the stuff like in the meantime and then at Wrestlemania they brought that back and did its own version with Kevin Owens winning I liked that those are my two favorite matches that they did in WWE at least uh, uh, but like that's what I'm saying It's uh, it was a decent match but knowing that I've already seen it like uh, probably eight or nine times already like this, and how many times can you see the same match where it's like the same thing? No difficult, like there was nothing like no DQ, nothing super crazy, like uh, no disqualification match or whatever between them both for it to be like, oh, like uh, hey, I'm like super excited about it. You know that, and that's the main thing for me. I was just, it just ruined it for me that uh that way especially seeing it too many times too so i was over it like after i was even watching it (laughs) and it seems like most of the it seems like there's only like two matches this matches i didn't pay this match i didn't pay attention to 
Yeah, you're putting your son to bed, so you missed this yeah. match. Yeah, by the time I came back, I think it was already over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't long anyway. It's only 12 minutes. So, I mean, it wasn't super long. They and they told a lot in the match, right? Like, uh, at one point, it looked like uh, Kevin Owens, like, hurt his arm. Like, he was doing a, a swanton over the ropes. And he landed more on his arm. So they kind of sold that throughout the match like he wasn't using it. So, but like they had good moments, but compared to like all the other ones, it wasn't as good. <laughs> and, and by far, oh, might as well mention it too. As like by far the worst match on the card to me was Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. And that says something. Just mostly because of the fucking ending of the match. <laughs> I mean, mostly I wasn't interested in it at all anyway, but. It's it, sad because you want to see Rhea Ripley. Yeah, but... I liked Rhea Ripley, but do I need to see a, a fourth match with Rhea and Charlotte? No. I could care less. Like, if anything, Charlotte should be putting Rhea over instead of. Oh, I hit her with the top of the announce desk. Like, I could slam your head on the top of the announce desk like a million times during matches. Or even fling the thing at some people during some matches. But then you're telling me that I hit you with the top at one point and then you disqualify me? (laughs) So it works if you slam the head on the announcer uh, announce desk, but if you lift it and you fling it at somebody, it, you dis you get disqualified. I'm sure that's been in matches too. We just don't remember where they. That's what I'm saying. It's been in matches before. I know it's been, like at least in freaking Brock Lesnar matches. <laughs> And Braun Strowman matches. Like, probably at least the feuds with Roman and Braun, they ended up having that shit. <laughs> I'm they telling gotta you that keep, right now. They got to keep Charlotte looking strong. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you really, though? She's already a 14-time champion or whatever that we were talking about already. Yeah, like 13 times. Yeah, 13 times. And... Like, do you does she really need the title belt? Does she really need anything at this point? Or are you gonna make her any more over than she is, like, as a heel or a baby face by putting that title on her? And she's a shitty baby face. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't even know if she's a baby face right now. I don't even like, first off, I don't know. Like, Rhea Ripley played such a good baby face in NXT. Why they brought she her seems up like as a heel, a heel right now, to be honest. With you. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't know why they brought her up like a heel, right? Oh, no, not Ripley. I think Ripley's kind of a tweener. Well, that, that's what I was saying is like the stuff with her and Oscar and stuff, they were showing her like more like the heel. And I'm like, I know that Rhea is more like a tweener person anyway. Like, I think her character just fits being a tweener. But, like, I don't know. Just some of the shit that they end up having her do is just kind of weird. And well, that last night's results with the DQ was stupid. 
Well, that yeah, they always end up doing this. It seems like a current theme. Well, because like, it's I, kind of a questionable theme. result. Like, you see that in other matches, and why was it a DQ tonight or last yeah. night? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, it's just. And I said, the only difference to me is that she used the table as a weapon versus hitting somebody into the table. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. They've done it like I mean, a million so, times. And that's why I always find it funny. But what the hell is going on over there, Joe? I had to adjust my earbud. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Those earbuds pick up like everything. <laughs> they do. I just said it was falling out of my ear. I didn't have it secured in. Oh. But uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Charlotte definitely does not need to be in main matches right now. Well, she that's every time, but she gets them anyway. So she gets yeah. every time, and she's going to be in she's next. Like month. fucking so overbooked. Like at one point, because she is talented, but they're doing like the Roman Reigns thing with her, and yeah, like, back when he was like babyface. And nobody likes it. Like, I think a lot of fans are just tired of seeing her in the title picture. I'm tired of seeing her totally at this point. Uh, like, was I happy when she came back? Not really. I didn't really care either way. But I can That's see why saying. other people I would love to because, because uh, like, Peyton Royce and them, I could see why they were pissed. Because Charlotte takes time off to go get her boobs done or her face worked on or whatever. Then comes back and she's got an automatic title shot when these other people don't even get time on TV. And yeah, like, like they just sit in the background. Like Peyton Royce did a great promo where she was like, uh, "Like I deserve to be here, and I should be in one of those matches, and yet I'm and, not." Well, I also thought it was funny what they were doing before they released Billy Kay, but what Billy Kay was doing with the copying people. Yeah, hilarious. And it's like, okay, they could have continued that. But, you know, you also don't know if they asked to be released from their contracts either. I mean, you know, because then they could have just allowed it, you know. So, yeah, but the, the problem is, is they should have never sp- broken up the iconics. But they, 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 but Peyton Royce is right. Um, she deserved a title shot, she'd been putting in the work. And well, she should have at least be been for any shot. of them. Yeah. That's where I was saying, though, Joe, is that when you give the same person a title shot, she shouldn't have 14 titles after eight years already, or whatever many it is. Yeah, yeah. And some I mean, of them not even have a damn title shot. I mean, some of them, yeah. <clears throat> the fact that she's got 14 titles already tells you something. Yeah, and you're tr- and trying to tell me Ruby Riot didn't deserve that women's belt at one point? Yeah, Ruby Riot. She got Ruby brought- Riot works her ass off. And I can Same tell you, based Liv on Morgan. the reactions, she didn't ask to be released from her contract either. Oh, hell no. Hell no. I, I bet you most of the people that, I mean, probably Aleister Black was kind of like, I don't he know, was probably- thankful, he- thankful when he got released. Mostly because his girl, uh, girlfriend slash wife, wife or whatever, yeah, like uh, knowing that she was released too, so now they could do other stuff. But he was probably like fucking pissed off knowing that they were having him do all this stuff on TV, and then like the next week, and like the next week or something, 
he finds out that he was released. It's like, but then people like Charlotte will stay for like ever, and they're like, yeah, oh yeah, she's like the top face. And they try to figure out why John Cena was hated for a lot of the time. Same with Randy Orton, it seems like. Why a lot of people ended up hating on Randy Orton was because that's all they were doing was John Cena, Randy Orton. John Cena, Randy Orton. Like, constantly, because they didn't try to end up building up anybody else at the time. It feels so, like that, I WWE. think that's legit why, like, a lot of people, and especially, I've, I've always found John Cena, at least at, like, later, like, top face Cena, as fucking corny as shit. Like, and I think that's just how Cena is. I think he's fucking corny as fuck. And I think that's why the, the Fruity Pebbles thing worked and stuff like that. Like, uh, and I think that's how it is with Charlotte, too. It's like, it seems like if her dad wasn't Ric Flair, she wouldn't be in the same spot. And you never know. Next month, Charlotte could win that fucking title again. And that's the problem, is knowing that you, you would think that, like, Rhea would just definitively beat her as like setting a th- example where like I mean because who who needs Charlotte to win another damn title? No one. Rhea needs it if anything. She needs that rub that gets off from like fucking Charlotte knowing that she's how about, pretty much how a about, top woman star other than Becky in there. How about how about Nikki Cross? Nikki Cross had how many victories over yeah. Charlotte on Raw, but yet she becomes Mighty Molly 2.0. This past yeah. Monday, yeah, yeah, I just saw. Yeah, but there, something like but that, yeah. but but the the wins were stupid. I mean, it's like I don't know if you've watched it, Joe, but it's literally yeah. she stayed away from her for two minutes, and it was like a two minute match. And to win, all she had to do was last two minutes. So she did the same thing against Rhea Ripley. It's like the the wins that she's had are lame. So it's like. It's kind of stupid. I mean, and that's where they went back and forth. Uh, the first one was Rhea Ripley, um, and then Charlotte did the same thing because Rhea said she couldn't do it either, and then she lost too, and then Charlotte didn't want that loss on her record, so she she did it again, and Nikki beat her again the same way. Basically, she stayed away from her. And... uh so it's like the the wins were really kind of lame wins, to be honest. It wasn't like she outright. But, again, that's how Charlotte loses. Uh, we said that before. Like, she loses weekly. And last night was a, a perfect example. She can't take outright pins. It's like, oh, it's yeah. just a DQ or somebody caused her to lose. She doesn't lose on her own. And it's like it's stupid. That's Just what like, I don't like about it. Is at WrestleMania, Oscar had to take the pin. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. She doesn't yeah. lose. It's like somebody else or something else causes her to lose, and that's it's like that all the time. And that's what's even worse about it is she wins, but when she loses, she doesn't lose. Lose. She like yeah, and it gives does, her like an excuse to fucking get in another match again. Yeah. It's like I wasn't pinned. Oh, I got that. Well, the whole song so intervention where she got pissed. Remember, it was the referee's fault. 
Yeah. I mean, well, so, that's what I'm saying. It's all fucking bullshit anyway. Like, I mean, I'm just cool. so totally. Like, they need to, like, push other people. You can't have. Well, Shannon Baszler's the perfect one to push, but then they have her go against Alexa Bliss and kind of get squashed again. Yeah. Well, so I mean, it's like, like. That's the main thing. She should be going against, like, whoever. Like, uh, I don't know what they would be doing with Alexa Bliss. That's a thing. I don't know, like, if they would just put her in with uh, against uh, somebody, like, for the belt, or if they should just have her, like, freak people out or something. I don't know exactly what they could be doing with her character. That's the thing. But Well, she's another example. I said, if they open this shit up, she could show up anywhere. Like, she shows up on NXT and fucks somebody up. Or she goes on I, SmackDown and does the same thing. If they open this but, shit up, it would just flood storylines. Feud Alexa, current Alexa Bliss with Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, that, that, would, be, that would be dope. Like, seeing all the, ta- the her come out on the tank and then... Yeah, like the fucking lights would go out, and then she would be like right in front of the tank or something, or the tank would shut down. Yeah, and that'd be pretty dope. Oh, I would definitely love to. I mean, like a lot of the like that's the one thing that I like about the NXT is that they have some of the best like fucking women talent too, like Ember Moon. Why the fuck isn't Ember? Like, why didn't you do? Literally anything with Ember Moon on the main, roster, main roster. That's one person that you could have literally put. Her well, I can tell you that just tells you their writers. Thing. Their writers suck. Well, that's what, but the main thing I've always talked about. The main reason why their writers suck is because they're writing for soap operas and dramas and shit instead of for wrestlers. That's the main. That's the reason why AEW has better written story lines when it comes to certain things that they're doing like the pinnacle versus inner circle stuff and everything else because it's very like it's written for wrestlers not for movies and shit like they get actually movie people to fucking do their storylines and then especially Vince is like oh I don't like it get rid of it it's like you you give people no freedom. You give them all this money to like be here and then be worried about even having a job in like a year. And then you give them no control or say in what they got to be at the dance. It serves no purpose for you to like pretty much neuter people like before they even get there to like be able to get them to do anything. It's like certain people are just flourishing outside of WWE because their hands are like free, you know, to do whatever, which I've talked about so many damn times. It's like, that's why Bobby Lashley, when he left, he pretty much had every title known to man. Like he, and he was literally doing what Austin Aries and, and Kenny Omega is doing now it is which I like we already talked about for the main event Bobby Lashley should have been this Bobby Lashley the whole fucking time no sister bullshit where Max Caster was one of the sisters which is hilarious <laughs> yeah the they, dude they... In AEW that always shits on people 
And which is yes. like a fucking generic version of John Cena. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like MJF is uh, the Miz. Shoot, he's more of a dick. And like the problem is, is that like uh, both the Miz and MJF are great talkers better than they are wrestlers, right? Like it's always been like that with the Miz. I like the Miz and stuff like that, and he's safe and stuff like that, but. Like, he never jumps out of my mind of, like, the greatest wrestlers ever because, like, he is very safe in the ring. He doesn't do anything that might hurt him to a certain degree. Like, well, this, yeah. this well, is the first time he, he ever got injured in his yeah, whole, well, entire career. He went to get injured. I, well, that's the, what I'm saying. The ball they missed with The Miz is him and Daniel Bryan, Bryan feuding when... The Miz oh, ripped him I can't even get on the subjects of when, when the Miz ripped Daniel Bryan an asshole on Talking Smack. And then when we were both saying during the, the the Royal Rumble after that happened, we're like, the Miz should come out to Daniel Bryan's music and doing his entrance. And then when Daniel Bryan came back, they should have had a fucking feud. Um, well, they right, kind of did, but like the Miz won every match except for one. But that, that's why I say, like, uh, uh, just a bunch of missed opportunities, and at least they're doing stuff with Bobby Lashley where he they're actually pushing him. And, he needs uh, to. He needs to. He needs to beat Brock Lesnar. Like, dude, I mean, okay, even if for one match where Bobby Lashley beats the shit out of Brock Lesnar, I'm just saying, like, he just hurts him bad. Like, he puts him into the hurt lock, and then. Like, just pay him, like, $6 million for one fucking match, and then he goes home and vanishes again, right? Just have him come back for SummerSlam, get wrecked by Bobby Lashley, puts him out as, like, a top-tier level dude, like, right away. I mean, great. Yeah, they could probably do a great match together, right? Well, they, especially like, since they're both MMA. Like, well, both that's what I'm saying. They're both fight. MMA dudes. They're both highly accomplished wrestlers. Yeah, right? and I, the thing is, I hope that I think WWE is not smart enough to do that. So that well, that's what I'm saying. Lesnar will come back and win. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can totally see because that happening. They did the same thing with Strowman. Strowman should have wrecked Lesnar back then. He should have because he had. He had torn down the – I talk about it, and I've talked about it numerous times, about him pulling the stage over on him and all this other shit he was doing at the time, and then he goes and loses to him. It's like, what the hell did all that shit mean then? It meant absolutely nothing, the fact that – and then they're able to get rid of him now because they have almost on the roster. That's freaking retarded. because they paid him a bunch of money. Why do you? Why do you? Well, I mean, uh, I'm saying like probably for most guys, probably a million and a half is kind of like high. But I'm reading compared to like a lot of the other years past his prime. My ass, the dude looks better now than he did two years ago. I know, right? Compared to when he first debuted, he looks jacked as fuck. And he can wreck anybody legitimately now. And we're talking about Braun still, right? Yeah. Like, when Braun picked up Brock Lesnar, like, it wasn't even like he was breaking a sweat. Like, he, no problem. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. And that's one thing I like about most of these big guys, right? And the funny thing is, is um, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre are big guys, but they ain't huge guys. Like fucking Big Show or Kevin Nash or something like that. Like, they're big guys, but not hugely big guys. Well, they're not like seven foot, but I can tell you that Kevin Nash and Big Show weren't that strong either. They're, no, they're, no, they're big guys, no, but I'm... they're not strong. Braun Strowman is six He's strong. and strong as a freaking ox. Like, yeah. just almost, yeah, I don't give a shit that he's seven foot three. He can't lift Braun Strowman up. I mean, yeah, I definitely so don't think just that because happens. he's fucking tall doesn't mean he's big. I mean, it's like the, this belief that these big guys mean something doesn't mean shit. Andre the Giant well, was I big. mean, Gray Colley was big, but he can't fucking walk for shit. Well, how Andre are you supposed Giant to sell was, any moves where it looks like you're going to well, break your legs well, there, every time you're walking around? Well, there's this misconception that guys that are seven foot three are strong. Nope, they're not. Andre the Giant was because he was a giant. Like literally, he had gigantism. Yeah. You know, so yeah, every, yeah. So so everything was big on him. He he could drink like a fish. He could. I mean, his hands were enormous. I mean, it's like it's not like these seven foot three guys now. These guys are just big guys. Andre the Giant was huge, and he could lift anything. Right. Yeah. But even he had the issue because he just kept getting bigger. He was never, he never quit growing. Right. That, that his body just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And, and Braun Strowman is just an, a fucking truck. Yeah. He's a six, yep, foot six much monster. Yeah. And he's literally a monster. Like, literally, he picks anybody up. Like you said, Joe, he makes it look easy. And there's yeah, not he, a lot of people that do that. And he did it. And that's what threw me off about. I hope AEW picks him up and uses him. Oh, and yeah. Should, and they should use him. The, him and Miro should go at it almost immediately. Yeah. Um, Definitely. And I'm talking about that match with the, them not having to worry about shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like where they could book their own match and just be like, yeah, you could do this, blah, blah, blah. Because I definitely think that. Like Miro's gotten better working at AEW, mostly because like the fucking worry, uh, the worry and like the anxiety and shit, and like whatever you're doing, where you have to m- memorize all your lines and stuff like that, is completely gone now. They're just like, hey, stick to this little area, and then go around that. That's why I think that most of the fucking promos that they've been doing on AEW are just top tier, right? Because, like, most of the guys believe what they're saying. Well, yeah, and I tell you, Britt Baker's one of the best out there right now. Dude, I'm telling you. Oh, man. I saw her last week, man, and she... she They got to pay her a lot of fucking money for her to stay stay with AEW. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, she cut another promo last week that... She basically got to a point where, oh, Vicky Guerrero came out because it's going to be Britt Baker and Rebel against Nyla Rose, Nyla Rose and Vicky. Whoa! Yeah, and uh, Britt Baker said, "Really?" And she just walked off the. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I." She laughed and she walked off the. She walked out out of the because <laughs> she's like, "Really? That's 
supposed to scare me, basically. Is yeah, the, and is that's silent. fucking dope. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking dope. Fuck, man, I love a, a damn Britt Baker, man. But like God, I said, is so my good. favorite match this year by far was her match with Thunder Rosa. Out of any, isn't she match. isn't she the women's champion in AEW right now? She yes, now, yeah, yeah, dude. Sure. I'm telling you that that match was fucking. We talked about it on the AEW one, but that's yeah. by far like it was super good. Like that, that's the one thing that is just always better is AEW pay per views. I I always know that I'm well. That wasn't even on a pay per view though. That yeah. match was on a dynamite, yeah. a special dynamite episode. <laughs> it was like it was the main event of a dynamite episode, and they both cut themselves open and they took. A bunch of shots, and it was the best match by far I've seen this year. And it wasn't even close. It's like it's way far above matches. Yeah, I'm finally wa- I watched it. I don't know, like a couple of months ago, and yeah, it's definitely really, really good. It, it's gonna be and, like that, and the triple threat with yeah. Kenny Omega is gonna be like uh, the two top main ones. Yeah, and Joe, the main reason is because you don't see females a lot of the time get cut open and yeah. and do a, take a lot of... Bumps. Especially treating it like a men's match, right? Yeah, they like, took bumps, was, they we cut themselves. About... I mean, it was... it was, Which it is was... what they should be doing. Well, that's why I said that's the one thing that WWE doesn't do. I was talking about this before, and I think if WWE opened themselves up to do this shit, they would destroy AEW. They would just destroy them because they have the the money to do it. I, I you know, but they, they I don't think it, I, but you know, I don't think they register like they. They, they don't. I, I think they care about a certain amount of AEW, but I don't think they think that they're even on their level. Which I they don't kind of ain't anyway. Yeah, but, but just wait till Rampage starts. I'm waiting to see what happens when their Friday night show starts. Yeah, and then true, yeah, and then see how they match up against two other shows because they already proved they beat NXT because NXT moved to Tuesday nights. Yeah, so um, <laughs> they already proved that Wednesday they have Wednesday nights. Now, so Friday nights SmackDown. So we'll it'll be interesting to see what Rampage does against them. Anyways. Yeah, to me, I still think that it's a bit too early for them to make all these shows. But, I mean, if you're going to fucking do it, you might as well. I mean, there's only one way to find out if it's actually going to work, and that's by trying it out. You know? Well, their roster is big enough. I mean, that's the thing. That, and that's what I'm saying. And especially in the next couple of months, man, by all out, there's going to be a bunch of people showing up. I could already see well, that happening. And if they do the same thing I keep saying WWE needs to do, it'll, and I think they're going to do that. Rampage will have all the same people on it. Because they kind of do it right now with the Monday, the AEW after dark yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like doing the, the, the AEW dark stuff. It's like, it's highlights even like the the people that are just brand new, like even the scouting talent, right. Where they're just trying people out. Like that's how Lee Jackson, I think was like doing a lot of shit was because he was doing a lot of matches on there. And then eventually he was, and Cody was like, yeah, I like you. And then started putting them in with his group. 
So it's like, at least they are like more open to like and try out with people. It seems like they and do the same thing with WWE, but they have like no one. Like I don't think WWE is even stressing about it. Like uh, what's it called? We haven't even really talked about the match too. <laughs> yeah, the final one. Yeah, we need yeah. to because we're already yeah. over an hour on this podcast. Yeah. Right? But uh, once it called, I definitely like this match too. I mean, I don't even say that I. It, this was my favorite night. of the night. I mean, yeah, I definitely liked it. I, I liked a lot of the things, but like the fucking there shit wasn't that much I didn't to care like about. about last yeah, night. how they unlocked the damn cage, and then MVP was in there. That was the dumbest told, part of it because yeah, like, and it pretty much just told the story that. He was going to fucking lose. Oh, I know. Because that's what I was mentioning. Why did he get locked inside the cage? Yeah. It's like, like fuck, wait, uh, I understand him getting in when it was unlocked, but why did the people lock him in? It's yeah. Like, what yeah they they should have been like, hey, get the fuck out. The whole stipulation was that they had the hell in the cell so he wouldn't be in it. So you would think that Drew, for one, would go get him out of here. Yeah, and he made uh, so it made Drew look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, it's... right because he beat him up and then threw well, him out, the and then that's it, the thing too. they make the fucking faces in WWE idiots. Yeah, like that's the main thing they make fucking the faces to be dumb as shit. Like every time, every time they do shit where they're like, "Oh shit, cut you off guard, fucking roll up." This is probably one of the first times ever that I remember a fucking Hell in a Cell match finishing by a fucking roll-up. Like, really? Like, out of all the shit that they did, they did table spots and all that shit. But the finish was was that he rolled him up and win? What? That's why I was like, that is dumb as shit, man. That is dumb as shit. So they don't even deserve, like, uh, it's like I had. It's like kind of like whenever I watch movies, right? I watch a movie and like, okay, I'll put it in reference of the movie Glass, right? Ninety percent of the movie was good up until the ending, uh, and then the ending just fucking ruined the whole movie because it was like, what story were they trying to tell? And then pretty much like that's what ruined the whole match. It was like no matter what they were doing in the match. Because it went tw- almost 26 minutes. Well, no matter what they were trying to tell, it all got overshadowed by Drew being a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Because and Jeremy dipped out again. But yeah. They, oh, shit. They, they made him seem like a, a dumbass because that's what they booked their faces as, is dumbasses. Oh, and he's back. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Oh, it's just messing with you now, I guess. Yeah. You weren't talking about Bailey again, were you? No, I, I was talking about like how Jeremy's like, like I hear Bailey, ding dong, yeah. <laughs> ding dong, fuck, fuck off, fuck off, get the fuck out of my face, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's it called? Good God, that would have been funny if like that would have been like what would have happened with uh, MVP. He would have looked at the door and then Bailey came out. Ding dong, haha, fuck off. <laughs> Turned around and then Drew was right there. Just be like, oh shit, I'm out. That's Deuces. the one thing that kills me, right? 
like I don't understand. Okay, if you're trying to build him up like a top heel, right? Why just keep him with MVP? I don't understand why they broke up the hurt business for him to be main champ. It doesn't make sense when, like, especially. I mean, it's not like he really needs Shelton and Cedric, but it's like you were already telling a good enough story, like with them together as a whole. And, and then they just break him up as soon as he becomes champion. It just sounds like uh, Bobby Lashley is just like, hey, I accomplished what I wanted to do. Fuck off. Really? Yeah. So that's why I say, like, uh, I'm wondering who he's going to face next month. Oh, yeah. I forgot we talked Co- about Kofi. Yeah, but, Kofi. like, if he's, um, like, I don't think Kofi is going to win. If anything, he's just going to be a transitional dude where he's going to fight and lose to Bobby. And then it's going to set up, like, if they're going to do it, Bobby uh, Brock versus Bobby at SummerSlam. But, yeah, I don't know. Must be nice that I take fucking three years off and go, okay, I'll make millions just to come out once. And then, uh, yeah. um, And then, hey, here's the top belt. Yeah, it's like Goldberg, right? Like what? Dad can't even really wrestle all that great, and he gets brought he back can't in even for fucking wrestle anymore. Really? I mean, like, well, he it looks he... like he hurts people every time he does the jackhammer. Now, it's like, but I mean, granted, he's like in his what, like late fifties or sixties or something like that, right? He's like early fifties. Yeah, let's, let's so, find out. So, so I mean, like. Uh, knowing that he's that old, you're just gonna, it's just gonna make you fucking weaker, especially knowing that you're not fucking training all the time. I'm sure he's probably not working out every fucking day, he's probably working yeah. out every day before he does his matches, right? Like, he'll do like two or three months of like training, but again, if I were whatever Goldberg, beforehand, but but if again, if I was Goldberg and they go, hey, come back and I'll give you an X amount of dollars, I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, they're all. Well, that's what I'm saying. Of course, they're gonna fucking do that. Shit. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah, they're coming. I mean, you yeah. at the pay per view. Here's like six million dollars to show up for like one day and then go home. But yeah. I don't get it in terms of storylines or for what how it benefits WWE all that much. Yeah, like the uh, them having the belt is beyond. Like, it, it's just a waste of time for me because it's not telling any damn story. It's telling. The shit in the background where you're having the damn title being away for fucking six months. Yeah, that's what's stupid when Brock is champion. Oh, by the way, Goldberg will be 55 this year in December. Oh, okay. So hopefully it just stops wrestling, man. Uh, I hope. Just because the talk is Roman's going to fight Cena at SummerSlam. Which, I I mean, that's still all right because Cena is still like in his. I don't know if he he's no, just, just saying, outside of his time probably you're gone but... for how long and they did that shit see, with the see, how are they gonna Cena, explain that with the fiend Cena oh, is yeah. in his forties you know that <laughs> Cena's in his early forties yeah so Cena's, uh, Cena's like the same age as me yeah, yeah. I think uh, he's born Brock like Lester. a few days before Elaine is. John uh, Brock Lesnar is 44 this year. Yeah, I think 44 this year. And Cena um, was born uh, like April 23rd or something of 77. He, the yeah, I think John Cena's in 77 too. I'm just bringing it up to confirm. 
<laughs> so like, but but like Cena makes sense though, like because yeah, April twenty third of seventy seven. So Cena's only two years older than I am, and then he's close four to years older. Than, he's four days older than Eli. Yeah, so that makes like Cena at least makes sense to come back for SummerSlam because at least it's a different opponent for Roman and. Cena's probably coming back to put Roman over. Yeah, That's, if anything, yeah. If anything. I mean, there's and, only so many people that can put him over now. It's the Rock yeah. and fucking Cena. Really? There's the only people, really, that well, I there's, see that would put him over where it could be making him even more massive of a heel. Is by those two I'm names. Saying, when it comes to a point of this, it's like it almost becomes pointless. Yeah, that's the only yeah. problem that I have with all this is Roman doesn't lose. It's like, come on, man, he's got to lose sometime. I mean, he's not fucking immortal. You know, he's not, but he beats everybody. It's like, okay, come on. Oh, and of course, somebody was pointing out to me on this Facebook group that I'm on, uh, talking about Charlotte's miss kicks. <laughs> or oh, the five or that she yeah we didn't even talk about that the, she, yeah like whiffed five of yeah. them yeah and it looks like it, uh, they're pointing out because I guess nobody mentioned uh, Charlotte's stomps or kicks or whatever how she missed them because there was a dark order dude like I don't know like a year or two ago that was missing his punches right like he was completely whiffing them and then same with Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix missed a bunch of punches. But, like, this dude's just like, hey, I thought that they were just going to mention, like, you know, why are they not mentioning this during the pay-per-view? Like, it seems kind of weird knowing that you're not mentioning it. I'm like, yeah, that is true. It seems kind of weird knowing that you would botch that badly and nobody's like, oh, oh, what are you doing? Uh, of course, knowing that Charlotte Flair, of course, nobody says jack shit. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, I mean, what's the next pay-per-view, Money in the Bank? Okay, yeah, so hopefully we get somebody good to win, like Cesaro wins the Money in the Bank match. That'd be dope. Or like even Kofi or something. Well, you know, Kofi's so- going to be in a title match, so I don't yeah. in the Money Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like somebody that deserves it that's not the fucking same old people. Like, I don't want to see uh, somebody just sitting there and then Brock Lesnar comes out and then they just look stupefied. What? It's gonna be I, I can't get this. I'm just kidding. Yeah, oh, shit. You're joking. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, once again, I just hope that they give it to good people, like deserving people, it seems like. But, I mean, always Money in the Bank is one of my favorite pay-per-views to do. I mean, like the last year's one sucked. Mostly because they did all the cinematic ones, really. I mean... Well, this year should be neat because it'll be live. And live again, It'll be yeah. the first live pay-per-view. Which well, will besides, be good anyway. I'm besides ready to WrestleMania, see I guess you can consider that one live, but not yeah. the same to me. Yeah. yeah. Like having max capacity and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I miss live crowds just hearing the fucking chants and not them piping in chants. Too. Yeah, it was nice seeing that during All In or what was it? Double or uh, Nothing. I mean. Double or Nothing, yeah. Because the fucking crowd was hot, man. Hot. 
That's why I want to be there eventually. But we got that cruise, man. That yep. Jer- Jericho we'll cruise. Be, yeah, we'll have to do the podcast while we're out there. Yeah. Like, I don't know how we ended up doing it, but we'll do it anyway. Maybe we'll get some wrestlers on it. Dude, that'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope just to be like, hey, dude, do, would you want to talk on our podcast where we just talk bullshit the whole time? Because <laughs> you know they'll have AEW people on it. Yeah, that would be fucking dope. It's like Young Bucks were just walking around and we're like, hey. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I guess we might as well end it now. I've been talking, we've been talking a lot today. I mean, yeah, longer than, than I than usual. Yeah. One of the longest ones yeah. we've talked. Yeah, but, I think so. But we, but we kind of, uh, we were talking about a lot of different yeah. things and sidetracking and everything like we usually do. But, uh, what's it called? But anyway, look forward to, ne- uh, I guess next week, maybe the week after that, somewhere, uh, the next podcast is definitely going to be the Eva Marie one. So if you wanted to hear us go more in depth with all the crazy bullshit that, I got to spew out for like how yeah, much trash Eva we'll, Marie is. We'll have more uh, evidence. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But uh, what's it called? And uh, so for all of us at the Heart of Geek, thank you for listening to the video. And we will talk to you guys in the next video. Or yeah. podcast. Yeah. What the hell am I talking about? What the fuck? <laughs> Obviously, I'm not paying attention all that much. Jeez. It's what you get for recording a podcast at 12.44 at night. Yep. Usually how it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. right. Bye, people. Hello, everyone. This is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. It also, you can make your money from with your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store. Or you could go to their website at andrew uh, anchor fm. Thank you and have a good day. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, you can check out all of our social media accounts, which is the Heart of Geek, and our Twitch channel is Heart of Geek. If you guys wanted to leave any comments or questions uh, relate towards our Facebook page, Instagram, or anything else that you could possibly leave a comment and recommend us anything else to do in the meantime. And for all of that, thank you for enjoying wrestling with the willies.